0: Welcome to the Tim Hill podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows, and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you.
1: The Tim Hill Thirsty Thursday live stream from seven until nine weekly. Here's your host, Tim Hill.
0: Boom, I'm in the room. Good evening everybody, and welcome for those that don't know me, don't don't know me, my name's Tim Heal and I'm the host of this show, uh, Taboos on a Thursday. Got a couple of great guests lined up tonight, we're going to have a bit of a giggle, Um, we're going to have some fun and we're going to be talking about um, mental well-being, physical well-being and what you can do to help with that. So before we get cracking... um, See, already we've got somebody in the in the, in the in the room. So good evening, Keith. Um, we'll catch up with you in a little bit. Hopefully we'll get a few more joining very, very shortly. But in the meantime, what we'll do is we're just going to do some housekeeping. Just to let you know what's coming. So, oh, look, because there's nothing on the telly, okay? <laughs> and we're coming live from the Heel Manor. Um... Next week, and every Tuesday, we've got an awesome quiz and some fun facts. And just as an added bonus, as an extra, on the 31st, we've got an amazing, scary Halloween quiz. (laughs) You'll love it. Dress the set and everything like that. We'll have a different background. We'll have... The questions are already done. The fun facts are there. It's going to be a cracking night. So get that one in your diary. 31st, witching hour. (laughs) Well, it'll be nine (laughs) o'clock. So it's a little bit early for the witching hour. But it'll be a good one. Then on the the 3rd of November, we've got the fighter pilots coming in. We've got a fighter pilot special. I've still got... uh, At the moment, just... Two American fighter pilots are going to come in and, and, and going to have a chat about about um, about mental health and PTSD and what they go through. So let's see what happens there. Then the following week, um, the tenth of November, I've got a firefighter special. I've got a group of firefighters that are going to come on. They're all station chiefs. They're all um, they're all um, experts in their own right. And they're going to talk. Uh, this is an international, by the way. It's an international audience. So I've got uh, a guy from Germany who's a, a, a chief of a, poli- a fire brigade. Got somebody from, from England or from Wales. I've got somebody from um, Florida. I've got somebody from Canada. Um, I've got one other one as well. So we've got we've got an international team of firefighter chiefs that are going to talk about how they look after their people. Um, and then the guys confirmed service dogs UK special. These these service dogs uh, are there to help guys with PTSD. So that's going to be an interesting one. So that's going to be on the 17th of November. So those are uh, four dates for your diary. The 31st, uh, which is Halloween. Um, so we've got a special uh, quiz. The third is the fight, uh, fighter pilots. The 10th is the firefighters. And the 17th will be the service dogs. So where are we going from this? Right, let's uh, let's move forward. Oh, look, we've got people in. <laughs> Good evening, Keith. Good evening, Coco. Um, thanks for joining us this evening. Um, I'm sure we've got a few others. Just pop your uh, pop, pop a hello in the in the chat box, and we'll give you a hi. We'll give you a, a high five. <laughs> um, and we'll pick up. Um, if you have any comments as we go through, please put them in the chat and we'll come to you. Um you look like I've had a haircut. Yes I have. <laughs> and, I, and I had the beard trimmed as well, so. <laughs> what do you think? Do I look handsome? <laughs> do I look gorgeous? <laughs> right. Let's move on. Let's um let's bring out our first guest. Michael. Hang on. Hello, hello. Give it one of those. (laughs) Oh, you go. Now it went. (laughs) Welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you. You're most
0: welcome. So, Michael, we can have a little bit of chat about um, how laughter can help your physical and mental well being.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So, tell us a little bit about your job and and what you kind of do for a living.
2: Okay. Well, I'm a voice actor and uh, I do animations and uh, video game voices. And uh, also, I have uh, a channel that has some puppets on it and a podcast podcast that has some creative voices like uh, Bobby Ray. Hey there bud, how you doing? Yeah, tell you what, there's all
3: kinds of conspiracies there is out here and you gotta watch out for them,
2: (laughs) that's right. Oh man. So little things like that, that's uh, part of what I do. Always try to find the funny. Uh, help people decompress a little bit and uh, have some fun.
0: Terrific. So, have you got your your characters with you tonight? Well, I just happen to have one. I do.
3: That's right, bud. It sure is good to see you today. (laughs) I tell you, this is just the best thing ever. I'm sitting right here in Texas. As you can see over here, whoop whoop, go that way. There you go. And see that there Texas flag, <laughs> and my nose is about to fall off. I think I've been drinking too much of the gym Beam. <laughs> if you know what
2: I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, you're
0: in the Lone Star State.
2: That's it.
0: <laughs> uh, how's the old cowboys doing? I suppose oh, they're not,
2: doing great.
0: We're just coming up they're to the start great. of the season, now, aren't we?
2: Yep, yep. And uh, they're looking like they're posed good, so uh, we'll just have mm-hmm. to see what the season brings.
0: And what happened to the Oilers? Uh, they're, they're called something else now, aren't they?
2: Oh, the Houston Oilers, yeah. Uh, well, they're. Uh, I think they're doing okay. They're not going to be as good as the Cowboys, of course.
0: Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Different league altogether, aren't they?
2: <laughs> that's right, that's right.
0: Oh, man. So, laughter. Um, I mean, do you do any shows and stuff like that, or is it just the the voice acting that you do?
2: A little bit of both. And uh, I have some live videos and uh, a new YouTube channel that I'm working on that'll have more uh, performances with uh, puppets and maybe some animation And uh, sort of behind the scenes, seeing me doing the different voices for uh, my podcast, which comes live from Mosquito Springs, Texas. Do you want uh, to tell us a little bit about about that? Oh, well, we've got this uh, podcast. I say we, it's me and all my characters. And uh, the podcast is called Mosquito Springs Paranormal. And uh, we've got these three main friends you got Winston which is uh he's kind of uh sort of laid back man and yeah he's he's real uh holistic uh, kind of natural yeah and you got uh Big D which is he's kind of just like me but maybe with a little bit more of a Texas accent you know and uh then you've got uh, Bobby Ray, of course, which you've already met. <laughs> That's right. He's talking about all his great stuff, like
3: you know, on the cooking channel they were making cheese. You know how how, how uh, cheese it was originally come from the Aztecs. That's right. They used to keep that cheese down underneath the pyramids and uh, they would keep it all nice and cold under there, and then you'd bring it on up, and that cheese would be flowing down from the pyramids onto this great big old tortilla chip that they had created about the size of a Mack truck. And uh, all the people would to come in, and they'd be eating that big old tortilla thing with all that cheese on there, and they'd bring in jalapenos, you see, as a tribute to the gods and stuff.
2: Well, anyway, that's the kind of silly stuff that Bobby Ray says uh, on the on the show. But they they boast they boost they bust ghosts and uh, run into all kinds of crazy paranormal and supernatural stuff on the show. They've uh, got zombies. There's a a new episode where we're going to have zombies down in an old abandoned bomb shelter that they find. Uh, there's also where they go back in time and try to save JFK from the assassination in '63, I think it is. So, uh, all kinds of wild stuff.
0: Well, where can people find your channel?
2: Uh, well, um, on any of the uh, the audio podcast players, you can find uh, Mosquito Springs Paranormal, and uh, shortly we'll have that also in video over on YouTube
0: wow yeah. brilliant so um, let's uh, let's drop you out and then I'll bring in my next guest uh, and and uh, and then we'll bring you back in in a little while so okay. in, the, in the meantime thank you Michael you've been a diamond <laughs> <laughs>
3: right.
0: so so that's Michael so there's there's a positive tip for you you can, laughter is a great, great healer. It's a great way of keeping the old mental, and physical being together. So, let's uh, let's bring in my next guest. We're going to talk about a different subject this time, but um, maybe we can have a laugh about it as well. So, Angela, good evening. Welcome.
1: Good evening. Thank you for having me, Tim.
0: No, you're absolutely uh, absolute delight. Now we had a chat last night, um, on, and I was on your show last night, and you're on my show tonight. So we had a chat about um, about bullying, uh, mainly, and how to deal with bullies, and why people bully. So, from your perspective, I mean that's one of the the, the things that you um, champion. So how are you going about it?
1: So I think the really good one that we talked about was where I shared about my, my daughter that was being bullied because I think it has a really good, um, message and for people out there, especially parents. So when my daughter was in elementary school and I went to pick her up from after school childcare, She was sitting in the back of the car and she said to me, mom, do you love me? And I said to her, yes, you know, I love you to the moon and back. Why, why, you know, I I love you. And she was like, well, a girl told me today that, um, no, one's going to love me. And especially you, I'm not, I'm not a lovable person. And I was driving the car and like my mama bear instincts came in. And my first reaction was, you know, what? And I was, I was really startled and surprised, but I got my composure back and I told my daughter, I'm like, okay, I want to let you know that someone is bullying this little girl. And I would like you to still be nice to her and, and tell her that, you know, um, I think someone's probably bullying you and, um, and I still want to be your friend and I don't hate you. And, you know, just, you know, be nice, be kind to her. And, and, you know, she starts being mean, you know, you can just ignore her, but don't take it personal. And I said, and I trust me, you're going to find out why she's being bullied. And so about two weeks later, she says to me, mom, I found out why. And the reason why is because every night that little girl when she would be in bed, her parents would kneel down by the side of her bed and make her pray to be a good little girl, like her younger sister. And that broke my heart and it broke my daughter's heart. And, and I said, you know, see, now you realize that that message that's being given to this little girl is I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'm not I'm not accepted and and She's learning conditional love, not unconditional love, conditional love. And I thanked her for talking to her. And I realized that if I would have like lost it and contacted the parents and been all upset, well, then I would have just made matters worse. The parents would have shamed the daughter even more. They would have made her feel even more bad about herself. And that would be, that's not what I would want to do to any child. And so it really taught me a a great lesson about, about parenting. And it also taught my daughter a lesson uh, about bullies because when a person bullies, it's because someone is bullying them. And a good example is let's say dad goes to work and the boss yells at him and humiliates him or embarrasses him. So he's all frustrated. He comes back home. He's gonna, he could take it out on his wife. And then the wife can take it out on the kids, you know, cause now she's irritated and then the kids, you know, they can take it out on the dog or the cat or something like that. So it's like, it just goes downhill. And so it's really important to realize that people that are bullies are suffering too and that's you know just the 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 message i i i want to you know get across is sometimes we have to step back and detach ourselves from the situation especially when it's you know you get triggered and 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 that's hard because some people can can be a mama bear like me and then some dads can be you know upset and i loved tim how you shared when you went in school and you got you got caned. You learned not to go home and tell your parents about it, especially your dad, because then your dad, you know, he would take the belt to you or he would punish you. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, and it's just you get yeah. where, I'm, where I'm coming from.
0: It's it's I mean it's a double-edged sword, really. I mean back back when I was at school. Um, um, it happens. I, th- I think it. It's always happened that you'd always get a bully in in, in pretty much every class, um, and they would just go around bullying and, uh, until they they get fed up with bullying, um, or or somebody stands up to them. Now, right. I mean, my my story was that um, we had the class bully, and he finally got round to, to, to bullying me, and. Um, I had enough of it after a couple of days. So I went home and and asked the old man what I should do about it. And he said, well, the best thing to do is give him a right good thump. He says, make it a good one because you're probably going to get a good hiding. So I goes into school the next day. He starts on me. All anybody saw was me giving him a right good thump. Him flying back into the school pond. I get dragged off by the ear to the headmaster's office and I get six of the best. I mean, the cane, not not, not a slipper, not a, not a, a really good telling-off, no, the cane. Well, I felt quite in, quite an injustice about that. Um, but I, on a, another occasion, I went home and I said that the teacher had said something about, I was mucking about in class, and the teacher told me off, and I got the cane for that. Went home, told the old man, he <laughs> said, well, you shouldn't have mucked about yeah, have another have another few. So he took his belt off and gave me a few more. You couldn't make it up. But um, that was what it was like back then. Nowadays, um, the teachers, uh, I feel real sorry for teachers because they can't do an awful lot about it. They get bullies in the class. They do they, not they stand up to them um, because of fear of what will happen. Um, how many... Teachers um, or say something to a kid, they go and tell the parents, parents are down at school after the, the, the teacher's blood. Uh, and that's, that's the reality of today. Perhaps they should um, take a leaf out of what it used to be like and um, have some discipline instilled in schools. Give the teachers an opportunity to be able to discipline kids without reprisals. I you know, if a kid's up uh, to no good, then they should be disciplined.
1: Well, I know in the school system, they do, where we're here in the United States, they do have a different approach. They have signs up throughout the schools that say, you know, there's zero bullying tolerance. And they do um, suspend kids or even expel a kid. And they do have special, you know, if you get spe- expelled, They have a special school that these kids can go to and you know it's for like troubled youth and um i don't know what they they do there but i i do know that um there was a time like let's say last year my son was being um bullied and he was being bullied by um by a girl actually and i um and i i wasn't aware of it and They notified me, they brought me in, they had me sit with the school counselor. They had my son come in, my son had to report what was happening. And they, they weren't going to tell me what, you know, restrictions, what they were going to do to her, but they let me know that they were going to handle the matter and that it had, you know, zero tolerance. So I was appreciative of that. And um, and I think they made the girl actually apologize to to my son, and supposedly she was she was bullying other kids. And um i I, I wasn't aware of it. And I mean, I was proud the way that the school system handled it. And, um, I mean, I know things are you know, different here than they are. Um, over where you are in the U.K. And so, and I know here in the United States that um, you can actually have jail time up to five years if they, you know, you have evidence, you have proof of, of being bullied. So they do take it really, really seriously here, especially since some, you know, youths can't handle it and they take their own lives because it it's just, you know, overwhelming and I I got to say I love the use of cell phones, but then I'm so thankful that I didn't have it when I was growing up because kids can be I don't want to say bullied, but intimidated to take inappropriate pictures and People can record things that are, you know, inappropriate or humiliating, and then they send it to all these other kids. And that can be, you know, rather, you know, I would say challenging for the parents, challenging for the for the school system. And I I do like it where um they're saying now that if you have a cell phone it has to be turned off when you're at school you can't you can't have it on in class you can't you can't use it period and if you're caught using it in the classroom they'll actually take it away from you and i know some parents were you know complaining about that but it's like hey you, i mean like you said what are the parents you know the teachers supposed to do the child is not you know listening or cooperating or paying attention in the classroom you you need to take away the device that they're they're abusing
0: Mm. I have a great story about um, telephones and in college actually um, my mate um, was a a plumber for for years and uh, he got asked uh, if he'd go and teach at the college and um, he got so these are all kids that have, have just left school and they go to college um, it's not like university this is like trade college and um, day one, week one he's gone into the classroom he's laid out his, his stall he says I don't want any mobile phones in the class If you, you, you're here to learn and I'm here to teach if you don't want to do that there's the door, leave now so this one kid he was disruptive. He was a little, uh, he was a little sod from day one. And um, yeah, he'd be mucking about with his phone. He'll be mucking about. He, he, he was a typical sort of um, kid that didn't really want to be there. He was the disruptive one. He was the little bully. Um, anyway, so my mate told him a few times, put the phone away, else there'll be consequences. Yeah, you can't do nothing. <laughs> Give me your phone. <laughs> took took a lead pipe smash there you go (laughs) my mate my mate nearly got kicked out of college (laughs) but but this kid didn't uh, didn't play with his phone again (laughs) but but that taught a lesson and 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 that's the problem you see you you, you're coming from from an industry into uh, a, a a technical college and you're trying to teach kids that really want to learn, that, that want to get a trade, and then you've got one disrupted little toad that doesn't want to do it, doesn't want to be there. Got sent there because he, they didn't know what else to do with him, and then he becomes a really disruptive. And um, and because there's no redress to be able to sort him out, um, my mate took it <laughs> took, took it into his own hands to sort him out. And it did. He <laughs> didn't muck about in his class again. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but that's one way of dealing with it, and um, it's probably a good way of dealing with it, I think. I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't be a teacher. I put my hands up. I couldn't be a teacher nowadays. And when I was an instructor in the army, you got a captive audience there, and yeah, there there are consequences if you don't uh, toe the line. Uh, when the instructor says jump, you jump. You don't stand around and ask how. Why? But that's the British Army for you. Um, nowadays, um, yeah, there's a zero tolerance on on bullying in, in the army, and and part of the the ethos, the the, the cause, the, the the values and standards, having the moral courage to to point a bully out. Or, or to, to speak up when somebody, when you're seeing something's wrong, and, and that's the way that the British Army do it. And by and large, I don't think you get bullying in the British Army. I certainly haven't seen a lot of it. And what I have seen, particularly when I was a welfare officer, was stamped out pretty quickly. Um, but there you go. So, um, should we um, move on a little bit? Sure. Let's um, let's let's have a look at what's going on in the chat. See if any anybody's out there that uh, has got any questions for for either of us. Feel free to pop them in the chat box. Here we go. Let's have a quick look. See what's been going on here. Um, look at this. Um, yeah, we've done that. Um, yep. Yeah, bullying's horrible, um, and and it happens everywhere, it, it, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't happen in the workplace. It shouldn't happen in school, um, and it's having that that sort of moral courage to be able to stand up and and, and say something about it. Um, I guess this is, uh, oh, this is your channel, is it, Michael? Oh, hang on. <laughs> let's just... I need to click that one. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. Is uh, that your? I don't...
2: No, that's a link to uh, something that one of the uh, watchers.
0: Oh, right. His friend uh, has that. E- about Eagle bullying. EP. Ah, yes. Now yeah. I see. It. <laughs> so that's, that's, the, uh, that's the chat. So let's bring both guests in. Boom. You're back in the room. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
3: oh my boy, we're just all together now, aren't we?
0: <laughs> so going forward, then, um, we we we've identified that we can do something about bullies and and standing up to them. We can we can have a laugh, and 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 I think laughter is a real. Um, a real thing that can help not only your, your physical being because it helps your lungs expand and and, and stuff like that, but it also Great. alleviates some of the the, the men, mental anguish that goes on inside your head. Absolutely. Um,
1: well, I remember watching a YouTube video once of this guy was telling you how to deal with a bully, and he actually used laughter. So when the laughter, you know, when the bully said, yeah you know, you're stupid, then say, yeah, you're right, I'm stupid, I'm stupid, you know, (laughs) as a a doornail or some comment he had back. And he just like was rebuttaling every negative comment that a bully would throw at you, but with humor. And he said, when you do that, they have nothing to throw at you. You know, you're actually just, you're deflating them. And I loved it, How, you know, he was doing that commentary and showing people. And then he literally had someone come up from the audience and, okay, I want you to bully me. Try to bully me. (laughs) And it was great how he handled it. I was, I mean, I was, I was laughing. Everyone else started laughing. (laughs) And the point he was trying to make is when you do that, it makes the bully look laughable and stupid and so then the bully's not going to go after you because you made him look like a fool
0: yeah right yeah it's a great thing that's an important thing yeah that's a really important lesson to learn and if 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 that was to be rolled out sort of international wide um and be taught in school right from an early age of how to deal with bullies to to laugh in the face and you you might end up getting a slap
1: (laughs) well actually they're doing that they're doing that now my my son's a freshman in high school and he they have a class called human relations and i've never heard about i mean i was so excited to hear about it and um and he was telling me they talked about bullying they talked about self-sabotage they talked um they're talking about mental health issues like anxiety and depression and i was like oh thank god you know i'm i wish i learned this stuff when you know when i was in school because it's a topic you know like taboo you just don't want to talk about it but i right? i really i i'm proud that some schools are stepping up and, and and covering these issues and really letting kids know how it impacts you know other youth and other people
0: yeah
2: Otherwise, they think that they're the only ones with those feelings,
1: right?
0: Yeah, and it's yeah. it's so it's not unusual for for every kid sooner or later to go through some of these problems that um, that they all have. Um, most kids at some stage during their school um, will get picked on for something. I mean, kids can be really horrible to each other. They really can. Um, but I think these these new ways of teaching, the, the new lessons, these these humanities the studies that they, they bring it in now, I think it's really important to to destigmatise issues. It's to bring out all of those things that, about bullies, about depression, about anxiety, about um, mental health. Um, and, and to give them the tools to be able to cope. I mean, it's a tough old world out there. I mean, I don't know whether you've seen the news over here today, but, I mean, Liz Truss has been in a job for 45 days. She's already thrown in the towel. But from from day one, she's been bullied. I mean, just look at the way that she has been bullied. Um, she was, was a popular vote. Out of two, for that um, that the Conservative Party voted in, and the day she got in, they started. I mean, it's what they did to Boris. I mean, they they hounded him out of out of office. Yeah. And when he came in with an eighty seat majority, and they got you got the Labour Party now baying for blood. Now they they won a, a general election because at the moment. <laughs> because of the way that the, the conservatives have been <laughs> they're uh, in the poll for the first time for ages uh, and they, they want to get into power and I mean I dread to think what what will happen when they do get into power because they're clueless I mean the last time they was in power we, we, we're still trying to get out of it now but um, hey ho and and but that's that's politics. We're not here for politics. We're talking about right. I mean, politics and
2: drive you nuts.
0: <laughs> absolutely. But oh, that's yeah.
2: the, that's Especially, the bullying
0: side of it. Yeah.
1: Well and even here, political people bully other political people like on Twitter and all those other social media things. And it's just it's it's unfortunate. It's you know, it's really unfortunate. But I'm um, I'm glad things are changing and hopefully as Humanity evolves. You know, we all, you know, kind of learn from this and 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 move forward in a positive way.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, we can't. I mean, we've got to move, got to move forward. I mean, I think we're sat on a bit of a precipice. I mean, particularly for for the likes of the UK, um, America as well, and any other mm-hmm. Western allies that were in. Uh, fighting in Afghanistan for twenty years, there's a huge, huge amount of, um, should we say, mental health or PTSD waiting to come.
1: Um, well, and I like on. what Coco said in the chat, where it's the hormones, and they have no idea how to deal with them, and also the life you know that they're living, yeah. and that that is really true because. Um, You know, young teenagers have all these hormones going on and I think it's really important to educate those young people like, hey, you have this hormonal imbalance going on and you should really think before you speak. You should really like if you feel you're getting angry and getting escalated, you know, teaching them um, regulation tools like they call it DBT and there's like CBT and these are ways that kids can learn to you know, cope with bullies or cope with stress or anxiety and depression, and it's really helping them to regulate instead of, you know, escalating, and then they turn around and they have regrets, and and they can't take back what they said, they can't take back what they did, and they're in serious trouble. And so it's, I think it's really great to, you know, address this in schools, you know, when when they are young and say hey this is what you know is going on in your body and you know this is what can happen and we want to keep you safe we want to make sure you make smart choices instead of choices you're gonna you know regret for the rest of your life
0: yes it's it's far too easy to 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 take the wrong path i mean so i mean take me for instance i could have gone down the wrong wrong route i mean i was the classes that I was in in secondary school um, there was a right rough bunch in there drug users the lot and uh, and this is way back in the the sort of mid to late 60s and I could have easily gone the same route as them um, and I didn't um, and I was I was kind of the buck in the trend and consequently I mean I was a bit of an outcast anyway in the class, um, a bit of a loner, uh, but I made my own way. And fortunately, I mean, I, I was lucky enough to get into the British Army, which kind of saved me because I could have gone down that road and half of them ended up in jail um, not long after they left school. So it's it's just, I mean, the... the the pressure that's put on other kids to to sort of to go into that 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 road of taking drugs and and getting mixed up by the wrong sorts happens a lot, um, and fortunately I had the uh, the nouse to sort of say it ain't for me, and um, and yeah I was. I was wasn't really bullied about it but I mean I was outcast and I mean I wasn't involved or wasn't included in a lot of the stuff that was going on so but Right. For me I didn't care. I was I was I I had a path that I was I was following I and mean, when <laughs> at the age of fourteen and three quarters, uh was the first time <laughs> I could apply to go and join the, the British Army. I turned up at the um the recruiting office, did the tests and uh failed them miserably <laughs> Recruiting and so said to me well son if you can't read and write properly you can't join the army you better go <laughs> come back in six months and see how you get on so i went back to school uh, that monday and i went to every single lesson after teachers had never seen me before <laughs> they thought i was a new student um, but i knuckled down for a bit and i, I, I went back six months later with a, with a mate, and we sat there, and uh, he gave us some of the answers, and I, I got into the British Army, um, and that's that's the path that I took. But so it would have been very easy to. Mine, mine's out somewhere catching mice, no doubt.
2: <laughs> All right, now we just need the captain to show up.
1: That's right. Yeah. the,
0: cap- <laughs> after, after the ship's cat. He's. Um, that's right. He's he's away at the moment. <laughs>
2: you got another one.
0: <laughs> Excellent. I love cat people.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, well that's caused a laugh and that's helped a uh, mental well being yeah, to I was with.
1: like so so perfect. It's like what do you do when <laughs> the animal just like comes up and gets in front of the camera?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what I, that's what happens. Yeah. Um, no. no it's like, oh. Michael's uh, disappeared.
1: Guess, maybe a cat pressed a button and like. <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
0: He'll be will be back in in a minute. Let's just uh, pop back up here. Here we go. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I do know because Coco made a comment. She said it should be an open conversation, and I was asking my kids about it because I didn't share with any of you my background or like who who I am, and so. Um, I'm Angela Meyer. I am the author of The Undetected Narcissist, and I specialize in mental health. I am a clinical certified hypnotherapist and NLP practitioner. I am a wellness coach. I focus on trauma. I'm actually going through um, a master trauma training certification right now and i have a podcast the undetected narcissists i'm on instagram twitter um, youtube and i come from a place of wisdom love and compassion because a narcissist isn't born that way we humans create them and i I want people to understand them better because the ways that the six ways that they're created is three parenting styles. That is a neglectful parent and a neglectful parent is, let's say a a woman that is very, very beautiful, had a child, but really doesn't have the, the time. And just, you know, ignores the kid, dismisses the kid a lot and doesn't give the kid the emotional needs and support it needs. The other one is an absent parent, like a president of a company or a CEO, they'll throw money at them, but they're not giving the child what it emotionally needs. And that's time and connection. And then the third one is a strict authoritarian parent, a parent that shames the child. And then the other three ways is bullying, child abuse and trauma. And so when I say trauma, there's one young girl that I'm working with when she's in her 20s, but when she was in her early teens, her mom accidentally died and that was so traumatic for her. So she was traumatized by her mom's death, but then her dad couldn't give her the emotional support she needed because he was grieving. So then she was traumatized by that and she felt alone and isolated and just shut down from the world and so she has extreme anxiety and and people tell her she's you know narcissistic and i said yes but you're temporarily narcissistic you can literally you know get over this and so in my podcast i i talk about it coming from a place of not hate anger and fear i want to have you understand them and and view them and and realize what's going on with them, because let's be honest here, we live in a world of polarity and we should be teaching young people the polarity of human beings because everyone on this planet is going to run into someone narcissistic. That could be a boss, a coworker, a friend, a family member, even a scammer. And then everyone on this planet will experience either direct or indirect trauma. And the difference between that is Let's say you get in a car accident, that's direct trauma. But what if you witnessed that car accident and you're having nightmares for, you know, weeks or months, that's indirect trauma, that's happening. And then everyone on this planet is going to experience some form of mental health issues or struggle or even run into someone that has anxiety or depression or maybe um, PTSD. And so my concern is when these young minds, you know, leave home and go out to explore the world, like dive into the ocean, don't you want to give them a life vest or even a boat because they're going to be swimming with sharks and they're going to run into someone that's going to gaslight you and you can get victimized and wounded when you don't know who and what you're dealing with. And the beautiful thing is, is now that I've learned this stuff, when just when someone gaslights me i just look at them and i'm like you're trying to gaslight me and i start laughing and i'm like dude it's not gonna work you know i know what happened you know i i know my reality i'm not crazy i i know you know the scenario and it's i there's ways you can just de-escalate it And it gives you a sense of empowerment instead of being completely in the dark, because my concern is some people are going to swim and some are going to sink. And I care about the ones that are going to sink and the ones that will sink into depression or um, shut off from the world and just think that the world's not a safe place. So I really, really, you know, I'm here to educate people. And I, I talk about on my podcast, how to communicate with difficult people, how to decode and detect a narcissist, um, fear of dating another narcissist. I talk about trauma bonding right now. I'm going to talk about attachment styles and avoidant attachment style is so close to someone being narcissistic and it all has to do with parenting, how they were raised as a child. And so I'm really here to educate people and talk about a subject that people think is taboo, but we gotta talk about it because when we don't talk about it, people get hurt. and I'm, I'm tired of children being abused and children getting hurt, and this is a subject that we we gotta shine a light on, and that's what I'm doing.
0: That's terrific. Shall we bring Michael back in?
1: Yes. <laughs> With his puppets and his cat. Yeah.
0: Hola. (laughs) I guess one of the cats turned you off. (laughs) Yes.
2: Yes. Went running across the keyboard and all of a sudden, boop.
0: It does happen. (laughs) We have kittens. Hello
3: there, man. How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Like my new hat?
0: Oh, wicked!
2: It's
3: Willie's drag strip and casino. <laughs> oh, can't just unplug my light.
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> that's so cute. And Coco asked to put my link in the chat, so I put the the link to the, the website. And I'm on all platforms. I'm on Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, Pandora. Um, I'm 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 on there.
0: So. brilliant and I I a, too. yeah it's such an important message that we need to get out and that's that's what we're doing with this channel we, we're trying to uh, destigmatize these taboo subjects and, and to make them an everyday comfortable conversation where people can have this this chat. Um, the other week we, we had a couple of um, bereavement specials where we had people coming in that uh, lost their nearest and dearest loved ones, and it was a great couple of weeks. We had some really positive um, chats about how people um, come through the the um, the grieving process, and and how they come out the other side of it. and And you never you never fully get over losing a loved one, but you can learn to deal with it and and celebrate. Their life rather than mourn the loss, and I think that was one of the key um, key figures that came out of it. Um, so for us, it was it was a really good one. And then we we've, we've had um, where we've been talking about um, veterans, uh, the suicide awareness. How many veterans have been taking their own lives recently? It's, it's unprecedented, not just here in the UK, but um, out across um uh, the world i mean i, I know there's it's a big problem in america with veterans taking their lives own lives um there's a big problem here and they've only just started recording um that they're a veteran that has taken their life uh before they they were just lumped in with with everybody else and there's roughly speaking um Somewhere in the region of around about 22 people take their life a week um, here in the UK. For some reason we we seem to be freezing. It's not here. I think think my bandwidths have gone down. There seems to be a bit of a problem with the bandwidth. But we'll keep going. Um, Hopefully it will catch up. It generally does.
3: Um, yeah, strike up the bandwidth. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, normally, I'm, I'm booming out about four and a half meg, and um, I'm going out about um, 0.88 at the moment. oh So, oh. but I'm monitoring. I'm monitoring what it's going out on. So I've got some um, YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and it, it, we seem to be okay on there. And I've just seen a, the comment come up. um and I guess that's Coco's got the uh, got the link. Right. So where are we going with the chat? This, have, this. Have. <laughs> well,
1: I could tell them the story about what happened this morning. Yeah. Okay. So and hopefully this will fit on the screen. So my yeah, son. I'll goes bring you to, up. Okay, bring me up. So my son goes to physical therapy, and he's been going for about. 10 years. My my kiddo has um, cerebral palsy, spastic leg disease. And his physical therapist, we always banter back and forth about getting old and making jokes. And it's getting colder weather here where I live. And I was going through my closet and I found a shirt that I had never worn. And I'm like, perfect. I'll wear this today for the PT guy. And so hopefully this, let's see if it gets, can you see it all correctly. because it's in front of me, but the shirt says, don't piss off old people. The older we get, the less life in prison is a deterrent. And so we got a great laugh about it. I dropped my kiddo off, you know, at school and I'm like, I'm going to go to the drugstore and, um, and get some hair gel for my kid. And so I'm, I park my car by the post office and I'm walking by the front of the drugstore, and I see a cop car and I'm like, oh my God, you know, I'm like, I hope I don't run into this officer and because he wasn't in the vehicle. So I go inside the store and as I'm walking out, the cop is sitting in his car with the window down the passenger side window down and he stares at my shirt and starts laughing totally laughing and i walk over to the window roll down and i'm like what are the odds of this the first time i wear this shirt there's an officer that sees it and he was just like it's he thought it was hilarious that i was walking around town wearing this shirt and we all had such a great laugh so i just wanted to share that humor with you all and yes we are freezing right now because I see myself frozen with my eyes closed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Michael's disappeared again. (laughs) (laughs) He's obviously chasing after the cat.
1: (laughs) Oh, probably.
0: Yeah. So we'll bring him back in in a minute when he comes back. (laughs) Okay. I mean, that's that's a great shirt. (laughs) I love the sentiment behind it.
1: I know it's just like
0: you couldn't make it up. I was so
1: embarrassed.
0: (laughs) You shouldn't have been. (laughs) It's a fact.
1: I I know, I know, I know. I shouldn't have been, but I I just was because it's like the the one person you wouldn't want to run into wearing that (laughs) shirt. Run into them for the first time. It's (laughs) and
3: I
0: run into the old uh, bill.
1: It is. And I have this other tank top I wear to the gym all the time. It's called, um, what is it? And I have it underneath my shirt right now. It says squat because rappers, um, um, because rappers don't make songs about small butts. <laughs> so that's, that's another one I wear is humor at the gym. Cause I, I, I love, um, I love funny t-shirts. I, I have a, Another funny one my son wears that shows a big fat cat across, and it's you know, it's like Jurassic Chunk with this (laughs) giant fat cat. (laughs) See, there's his cat. (laughs) He's just like, Flying cat. (laughs) (laughs) He's a
3: flying cat, it is.
2: (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Got my fizz now because fizzes are cool. Yeah.
0: I've been to the land where the fez come from. I've been to Fez, in Morocco. You've been to Fez. I've been to Fez in Morocco a few times, actually. Um, <laughs> into Fez, it's up in the, sort of just uh, in the foothills of the Atlas Mountains. Oh and, wow! Uh, yeah. That's and so cool. Once, so once you get away from Tangier, it's not too bad. Um, so Tangier. Because it's a tourist destination, tourist ships go in there, um, the ferry goes in there. Um, you go around the sook and you, you constantly get pestered by the uh, the shop owners and the uh, and the, the people flogging stuff on the street. Um, but once right. once you move sort of slightly inland a bit, um, and you get into into sort of places like McNess Fez, uh, Casablanca's a little bit like. Tangier as well, um, yeah. and Rabat is where the, the capital, where where the I think it's the king lives. Um, but it's a fascinating country, uh, Morocco. I was hoping Sounds to get like there it. this year, but um, we didn't quite make it. We ended up with a puppy instead.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> must have been Hudson, an expensive puppy.
0: <laughs> Hudson Hill, yes. <laughs> We had to cancel the oh. holiday and all sorts. But Oh my! Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going Sitting on with my internet. <laughs> it's a lightsaber.
3: <laughs> no, it's a sonic screwdriver. It is.
0: All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lightsaber. Zing, zing. Right. <laughs> For some um. reason, my my internet upload is, is is way off but I'll just check my speeds and I, I'm booming in and I'm booming out but for some reason it's not pushing out on here I don't know what I've done wrong ah. anyway it's, we're still going out we're still seeing stuff we're still being monitored so it's happening <laughs> it's happening so we're just coming up on the hour so we're, we, we're doing alright at the moment all right so is there anything else we want to share anything else we, we can enlighten
2: well i guess uh, as far as comedy you know you can uh to help you kind of decompress a little bit from everyday worries and uh, strife you can uh, watch some funny videos on youtube or uh, instagram Uh, You can go see a funny play or watch a funny show.
1: (laughs) I can watch you.
2: Oh man! watch you. Oh, man. Uh, Read a a joke book or or, uh, just uh, play with funny cats that turn everything off. (laughs) Thanks, Jim. (laughs) Yes, Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what he, that's what he did. He, he unplugged everything over there. So I'm running on battery power for the computer and he also unplugged my light. So for lights, I'm running on the little uh, light that comes on with your iPhone. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can see me. But this is what difficulty. happens
0: when you're on live shows. It's sorry. I mean, you have to think on your feet when you're on a live show. I mean, you just got to keep going. It's, you know, um, in
2: America, we, in America, we have this thing. It's uh, America's funniest videos. Do y'all have something like that in uh, Britain?
0: Yeah, there, there, there's loads of them on 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 YouTube. Yeah. Um. So. I, love,
2: I love watching some of those and uh, the epic fails. There's always the crotch shot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Talk, talking of funny videos, I saw, saw there, there's one during the rounds at the moment. Um, it's the, the French police. I don't know if you've seen these uh, the, these stinking rebellion types that just stop oil and, and just want people to go back to being um, prehistoric, um, going out and sitting down in the middle of the road and gluing their hands to the road. Well, <laughs> well, well the, way, the way the French police deal with it is they just walk up Rip their hands off and then drag them off out of the way, the way the British well, police. Uh,
2: stop
0: <laughs> Yeah, just just <laughs> rip their hands off. That'll teach them. They don't do it a second time, I don't think. But here in the uh, UK, no. they do it slightly different. They they ask them if they're all right, give them a cup of tea, and and then they get a specialist <laughs> in to to try and gently d- take a leaf out <laughs> of French book. That'll stop them. They won't. Right. they won't be so keen to stick themselves to something.
2: <laughs> I saw that but, one in the in the museum that they did, oh, where they crazy. had thrown the, the soup onto soup? The, the yeah Why? yeah onto the painting.
0: He didn't do thank, anything. Thank
2: God, the painting had that uh, special glass yeah. in front of it.
0: Yeah, I, I, they they all do nowadays. All of these um, um, museums protect stuff mm-hmm. because you've got so many idiots knocking around that, that right. want to do damage.
2: And, and really that doesn't get their message across. I, I don't care what they say, you know, they're well now, the but everybody's only talking about the stupidity. They're not talking about whatever the underlying message was that they were trying to get across.
0: Yep, absolutely. And, and I mean, look at, there was, there was a couple of idiots weighed up the, um, Elizabeth Bridge the other day, closed the road for three days. Wow. Well, three how, days. What did they do? They, they, oh, they climbed up the, 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 the Elizabeth Bridge, which crosses over the, the Thames uh, on the wow. east side of London. And fortunately, there's a tunnel there, so so everything wow. was going through the tunnels. But they closed right. the, the bridge itself, and it was a massive Bridge. Um and and these idiots are up on there and, and and they're trying to coax them down. They left them up there for three days, but had the road closed. All they do they, ah. they do is close the inside and the outside lane and let the traffic move through the middle. But it's right. it's a massive arterial road that links from the north to the south on on the east side of London. Um, wow! And and they and they let these irks get away with it and they're constantly sitting down in the road and gluing their hands to to the road and then they take (laughs) hours there's so many pictures of of the police muddy coddling them to try and prise their hands off or using this solvent to to uh, just rip them off they've stopped doing it yeah Um, yeah and they started throwing these people in jail but it's right. so frustrating uh, for everybody concerned. I mean, it, they block roads and all sorts. But mm. um, you just you're beside yourself. Yeah. Looks like we're freezing again.
1: <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't
0: know, There's another I don't know one. why we're freezing. <laughs> uh that's another one.
1: Yeah, and he's like, no, I don't
0: want to be a camera. Yeah. <laughs> be a superstar. <laughs> So yeah. I've got Artie the ship's cat. He's he's a, a famous cat, actually. Um, he's got a fourteen-page spread in the um, "Saved from the Waves," which is the Royal National Lifeboat Institute yearbook.
3: Um, oh, nice!
0: Yeah, Apparently, he got rescued. <laughs> he may, he mainly slept through it, but um, yeah, we. <laughs> They made a great story out of it. And uh, yeah, we were sailing down the east coast uh, of England. We, we did a circumnavigation and we left Inverness and we were going to do uh, sail 630 miles back to, to Gosport, where I live. And oh. we got sort of 300 miles in off um, the coast of Scarborough. Um, really dark, one of those really pitch black nights you can't see anything. And um, we picked up a line of lobster pots just off the uh, the shipping lane. So I called it into the uh, the coast guard, and they said, "Oh, we'll send out the lifeboat." They got big lights on, so they sent the lifeboat out. And uh, oh, wow. one of these one of the guys off the lifeboat jumped on the boat, and uh, he said, "I'm Paul. <laughs> I'll take T two sugars," and, um, <laughs> and 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 he saw Artie the ship's cat in his life jacket. And um, then the story oh. of old, around Artyn and his rescue. <laughs> and so and that's, I his think piece. it's so
1: interesting your, your tea over there because over here, it's like, we don't be like, Hey, sit down, have a cup of tea. I, I yeah. find it. Yeah. Or they say, what is it? Tea and biscuits. Yeah. But we call it, you know, here it's like, Coffee and cookies, you
0: know, the, yeah. the terminology. So the British Army runs on tea. <laughs> or oh, it used to. I'm not sure. I'm not quite so sure it does nowadays uh, with all these young fellas that, that, that don't drink tea. Don't understand it myself. <laughs> 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 it worked for us. but there we go. got so many
1: coffee places over here. Got
0: my tea right here. Yeah. I'm I'm on I'm on the old Adam's Ale at the moment. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of Adam's Ale? Hmm. H two O water. Water. Uh, water. Yeah. Yeah. Adam's I've, Ale. Uh,
2: <laughs> I've heard of Old Adam Peculiar. Adam and
0: Eve. <laughs> have you had Old Peculiar? Old Peculiar I have. I got Good. smashed on that one night. Thexton's Old Peculiar. <laughs>
2: It, terrible doesn't
0: stuff. Much. No. it doesn't take much. It
2: doesn't take much. It's a very dark I love, scalp.
1: I love Coco's yeah. comment because I actually, um, my friend of mine did that to my daughter where um, my daughter, do- we were sitting around in a restaurant and they brought us some lemon for our water or my friend lemon for our water. And my daughter was like, what's that? And she said, Oh, take a bite of that. And she had her camera out on her phone And my daughter's expression was, like, (laughs) priceless. (laughs) Priceless. Because she never tasted a lemon before. (laughs) And it was... Oh, wow. Yeah, it was hilarious.
0: (laughs) Oh, outrageous. (laughs) That was good. But it's all... (laughs) I bet it caused a real laugh.
1: Oh, yeah, it did. And my daughter was so mad. She was like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: But I think that helps with with, with your mental health anyway, <laughs> and your physical yeah, health it, laughing
1: yeah, laughing well, and I told my daughter when I was a little girl, my mom would put it, lemons, cut lemons for me, and put it in a bag of sugar, and I would shake it up, and i would I loved that tartness of the lemons with the sugar, <clears throat> and we had a lime tree too, and she would do the same thing and um but still to this day, my daughter does not like lemons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, you, you, you can quite often see somebody That's been sucking on a lemon Can't you <laughs> Yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's a face you say Paul. Um I'm, I'm not a lover of lemon Myself I mean I don't like lemon on fish And I, I certainly don't like <laughs> An ice and a slice in, in my gin I mean who puts water in, in gin? I mean, that's all you're doing if you're putting ice in it. If you're watering right. your gin down. <laughs> I've got you, power back. Oh, <laughs> <right>
2: there.
0: result. <laughs> that's great. Uh-oh. I think we're, we're expecting some uh, power cuts this this winter. Mm. Ouch.
2: That's not
1: good.
2: That's not good, no.
1: especially in winter
0: no i mean the the situation i mean it's all brought about by what's going on in ukraine at the moment Uh, and i think that's where they're kind of blaming it all on i bet there you go these things are sent to try us well y'all hear that buzzing? yeah
1: yeah we hear the buzzing
0: (laughs) sorry i'll (laughs)
2: mute that's the cats again
0: Well, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna thank you guys immensely for for, for coming in tonight, and uh, I think it's been a really important chat. I think um, we, we've given our our, um, our audience something to think on, um, particularly on the front of bullies and how to deal with them, and and to laugh and to laugh every day because that does have a positive effect on your older. Uh, your mental health and your physical health. So, uh, guys, please stick around for a few minutes after. Um, I'm just going to wrap the show up. Um, I've got kind of parish notices to give out. So, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for for joining me this evening.
1: Thank you, and I just want to thank everyone for you know joining your your show and and for being here and. And for
0: being in the chat, it was really nice to have that conversation as well. Mm. Catch yeah. up with you in a minute. So, back to me. Now, what I forgot to mention earlier, <laughs> and I should have mentioned it, um, you can subscribe to the channel. It doesn't cost nothing. It doesn't cost you a penny to click the subscribe button. It doesn't cost you anything to click the like button. It's important. I mean, these things are important because it shows that you're out there. Now, if you click the old subscribe button and then you can hit the bell icon, apparently what happens is when I go live, you get a notification. So you, don't, you won't miss when I do go live or when I put up a post or I put up a, a video or something like that. You can also, if you so wish, I mean, it's not compulsory or anything like that, you could buy me a coffee to help support the channel. It cost a few bob to run this little lot, but I do it out of the goodness of my heart, and uh, and I'm just trying to to make a difference in the world, and that's what it's all about. So, uh, before I wrap up, just what we've got coming up over the next few weeks. Um, oh look, I'm back on the telly. <laughs> I'm back on the boot. Awesome quizzes and fun facts on Tuesdays. Plan on going live every Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Um, that would be British summertime at the moment. And I think after next weekend, it'll go back to, uh, we fall back an hour. So we go back to, to Greenwich Mean Time. Or, yeah, or Universal Time. Is that what they call it? UT? Anyway, 7 o'clock. No, I lie like a cheap Japanese watch nine o'clock we go from nine till ten an hour you've got some fun facts you've got some some quizzes and they're awesome quizzes because i know because i put them together then um then we've got an awesome scary halloween quiz special call cool. you want to see some <laughs> you want to see the set that i've got lined up you want to see some of the pictures that I'm, <laughs> some of the, the the questions that's coming in the quizzes? You're going to love it. And that's going to be on Monday the 31st, Halloween. So, um, yeah, look up your Halloween. We've got lots and lots of questions about Halloween and some fun facts as well. So be sure to come and join us for that one. Then on the, uh, the 3rd of November, I've got a couple of fighter pilots coming on. You know the old Top Gun and all that? couple of fighter pilots coming on. that one of them is, is an actual Top Gun instructor at the Miramar um, uh, Fighter School. The other one doing exactly the same job, but for the U.S. Air Force, uh, over the U.S. Air Force, uh, what they call it, the, the the weapons school. They did. They they don't make such a dance and song and dance about it. But that's on the third of November. Get that in the diary. Um, and they're going to be talking about, mainly, um, how they deal with with trauma and, and when they come back off of bombing missions and stuff like that, how they, they, they look after their mental well-being. Then um, the following week, I've got a firefighter special. I've got some chief firefighters coming, um, one from Germany, one from the UK one from um, America, one from Canada, we've got one from somewhere, oh, yeah, two from the UK. So that's going to be a really fascinating one. Uh, and they're going to talk about how they deal with traumas, because they see it all the time. Going out to, to major car crashes and stuff like that, they see a lot of death. So they, they should get lots of um, help and assistance for looking after their mental health. And finally, um, Service Dogs UK are going to do a special for that. These service dogs help ex-service people with PTSD. Amazing story. This is going to be on the 17th of November, so get that in the old doobly what's it, in your finger your me, bub And, uh, that's us. And all I can say is thank you so much for joining me tonight. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've learned something and my awesome guests. So until next week, the same time, 7 o'clock. Uh, it should still be British summertime next week. And then we go to GMT the week after. So 7 o'clock next week to boot on a Thursday. Till then, TTFN. Ta ta for now. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you.